Imagine, imagine dying, getting hit in the face by a nipple. <laughs> That's the way I'd want to go. That's the way I'd want to go. Me too. I'd be like, you know what? I, I wouldn't want it any other way. There, there are worse things that could have happened. <laughs> Hey, so something happened. We were recording a video alongside with the actual audio of the podcast. We were going to upload the video along with the podcast on YouTube to make it this big, cool little video podcast thing. But sadly, the video recording was lost and we weren't able to recover it. But do not worry because all the artifacts that we were showing in this video, we are going to be showing again in an upcoming video where we're going to be doing a whole tour of all the artifacts, replicas, and statues that I have. So the private collection will be shown off soon, so you will see all the items shown in this video. All right, Flippy, bring back the music. Hey there, guys. It's Faded Through Time. I'm your host, Isaiah, and this is your co-host, Noah. And we are going to talk about Rome. And let me tell you, Rome is the place to be. What a place, man. It's it's truly... I would love to be there. I would love to go there someday. Yeah, for sure. Would you ever want to go, Flo? Yeah, that's one of the... I like. I want to go to like the Greece, somewhere in Italy. You want to go travel the Mediterranean yeah, sometime. Absolutely, and I want to go to Rome specifically. Because like, I just want to see the history there. Mm. like All the statues and stuff. The Colosseum and oh, stuff. Oh, absolutely, bro. That would be so amazing. We'll have to see if we can book a cruise around the Mediterranean and just see if we can... Like stop at Rome and go hopefully to some other places, maybe around Sicily and other, other Italian places. We'll have to look. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But today we're going to talk about some, some Roman technology because the Romans were really a very advanced people for their time. And a lot of historians agree that in terms of technology, once the Romans collapsed, technology went downhill after that before it actually got better. So this is actually... A sort of peak in terms of technology, okay. Rather than a straight continuation, so it's Rome it's like has a peak, like a huge it goes jump. down again and then returns. Okay, okay. So we've split it into basically two different categories here. We got war and peace. War and peace. Yes, yes. And then someone should copyright that. That's a that's a good title. Someone, someone war should and write peace? Someone, war and peace. That that sound that sounds good. <laughs> um, that's a book, isn't it? It's a very long book. A very long it's book. It's a very long book. And it's crazy because you know where you can find books? Rome. Did you know that they actually invented books? Yes. I did, well, because of you. But. <laughs> um, but before the Romans, everything that was written on paper was in the form of a scroll. And, like, I want you to think about that. It sounds cool. But think about storing all of that. Oh, yeah. Like, it's like, all circular. You just gotta put it in just, like, stacks of each other and stuff. You'd have to, like, box them in and everything. Mm -hmm. And, like... But no, the Romans actually were the first people to invent, like, bound books. Meaning that it's multiple pages that have a sort of binding. And it changed the, the length of which papers could be written. That all 
all the papers could be contained in one unit there, yes. rather than like a, like a some quick lo- epic poem, yes, or but something like that. Epic poems like that would have been written on like series of clay tablets, oh, or like and and then it was put good on luck the scrolls, with that. and then it was put on the books. Yeah, and then okay. finally, books make it much easier and much more um, movable. And like pages. I said, imagine storing books. Yeah, that's a lot easier. It also secures the paper a lot more as mm. well because the paper got like ruined and stuff. Mm. But yeah, books. First, uh, first used in Rome. Um, we'll stick with, we'll go with peace first. We'll start with peace. Absolutely. I feel like we'll, we'll stick with peace. You, how about you pick one? We'll do, we'll do, we'll, we'll talk we'll, about we'll it. We'll go with, we'll go with concrete. Concrete, what? yeah. Because you said you wanted to go to see him and concrete? stuff. Concrete? No, you can't move me. Um, I want to see, let me actually... Make sure I get a little bit more information on this. But I believe it, they use seawater, and I think that that was their, their secret. But, but I want to make sure that that's correct. The Romans invented concrete. That is true. And that's one of the reasons why you can still see, like... A lot of their buildings survived because of the, the concrete they created. And that's, like, that's pretty freaking cool. Mm. Just the fact that they were able to come up with something that so long ago, and it to behold till now, while other people were still using, like, huts and shit. Mm. The Vikings. Yep. It was the reaction between concrete and seawater that strengthened the material. Oh, shit. So, especially their their piers, too. Like like docks. They would make concrete pillars to build them on. Oh, shit. So that the, the seawater actually was a positive reaction with it rather than wearing it away. Anyway. Huh. That, that, that's, that's actually really smart. Oh, my God. Mm. Some guy was just, did they test that? They probably tested it. They were just like, all right, let's get the normal concrete. Let's get this shit here. Or some guy just sold it and was just like... Also, hey. I didn't even include this on here because it's, it's not too interesting, but they were the first to have actual apartments. Like, not... Like, complexes? Like, think about... Think, like, we've, we've played Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Yeah. Like, like we've seen... It's, they're, like, individual... You said huts earlier. I'd almost call them that. They're, they're like, individual homes, but so they're, they're like really small. They're, like, built on homes and then built on homes. They're, like, climbing It's, like, that, and then it's, like, one a little off and then one up, and they're all kind of squared off a little. But, like, the, the Romans would actually have, like, rows of townhomes and apartments. And that's actually one of the reasons that the great fire of Rome was so bad, because a lot of their buildings were all connected, yeah. So the fire just spread and spread and spread. And everything spread. wasn't open. You can't close doors there. There was no doors. So everything just kind of just like... Well, I mean, even the doors would have been made of wood. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Because, you know, well, yeah. usually they close doors to conceal fire. Well, yeah, like stuff. nowadays we have fire doors that are meant to seal it off. Yeah, exactly. And then doors are built now with... Well, one of the things... Um, fire retardant. That... We don't say that word anymore. Retardant. <laughs> retardant. I said fire retardant. <laughs> but one of the things that... Uh, <laughs> one of the things that... Uh, <laughs> one of the things Nero did that uh, is actually... He's actually a better emperor than a lot of people give him credit for. Even though he's crazy? Yeah. No. But, <laughs> but when... Because he was he was emperor during the Great Fire, and obviously there's the rumor that he he played the the liar as Rome burned down, and we know that that's not even true. There are accounts of him being somewhere entirely different at the time. Yeah, the man was just he was not even location. in the city. He wasn't even there. The, the, the city where the city was Rome, just sitting there like, share me your location. And then it caught on fire. Yep, all of it. 
Yeah. Um, I think I think there were, and I might be wrong on this. I'm just trying to. I'm spitballing numbers here. I think there were 14 districts, and like 12 of them were burned entirely. Like it was it was ridiculous. And like they just the, rebuilt it. Yes, Nero actually lobbied the senators to keep Rome in Rome because the the senate there were there was there was a strong faction of senators who wanted to instead of rebuild Rome, go hey we have a lot of money and materials why don't we start from scratch and build a brand new capital, and Nero was like, no, Rome Rome is Rome, we aren't gonna change our identities now and part of the and the reason I'm bringing this up is because after the fire, he he changed the basically the code of how you build streets and buildings, mm-hmm. that the streets were much wider, so that even though the buildings were still connected, the space in between them was now larger. So instead of it jumping from a townhome that's like a few feet, obviously our feet, yeah, but yeah, a few yeah. feet separated, <laughs> it, it makes it much safer. And he also, for new buildings, they would have a, for two-story buildings, they would have a terrace which makes it easier for firemen to get up onto the second level. They yeah, can just use a ladder up. to climb yeah. up to save anyone who might be up there yeah. and obviously stop fires if it's on the second floor. Okay, okay. Some, some pretty interesting um, architectural stuff that Nero enforced that... Uh, I mean, it worked made. out, though. Yeah, Rome, Rome didn't have another fire like that for a long time. I mean, time. he was tripping on some stuff and then just came personal up with some Personal stuff. Ooh, his personal life was interesting. Why? He, well, okay, he had... He had a, a wife named Octavia, right? Octavia. And that, that's his first wife, right? Okay. Um, she sounds hot, Octavia. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, uh, Octavian is is Augustus's name, but like Octavia, like, well, I mean, it's, they're all yeah. Caesars, really. Yeah. Um, Augustus. <laughs> but when he he decided that he no longer wanted to see this this woman and wanted to start being with another one. He he had her head removed. Oh. And gave it as like, a gift to the new girlfriend. And like... Did it work? Absolutely. Because oh. I want you to think about this, oh, Flip. Oh, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> if the emperor of Rome presented you with the head of... His... Of his lover. Mm-hmm. And said... Flatter. And said, you're my next one. Would you say yes? No, or would you just run? I'd probably run because like that could be me next. It yeah, was. it was her next. <laughs> her next it, actually, was. it was her next. That is actually true. Uh, I, can't, I I don't know the name of the second wife. Let me make sure. Let me let me just find it. Um, <laughs> but yes, Nero Nero killed the the second girlfriend too. Eventually. <laughs> I'm funny. glad you caught on right away. But that could be me next. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> okay, Sabina. His, his second wife was named Sabina. He had a, a third wife too. I don't I don't know whatever happened to her. I know died. what happened to to his mom though. What happened? Um she died? Well, yeah. Well, well, yeah. Well, we're we're getting there, Flip. We're Okay. You can't <laughs> jump to the end of the story right away. I knew it. <laughs> Um, but Nero, Nero wanted her assassinated for political reasons, and he had a, a brilliant plan that, remember how um, we, we saw that video and they were like, they had naval battles in the Colosseum. Yeah. Remember that? 
So Nero planned to have a naval battle in the Colosseum with her as a participant of it. And, and instead of sinking the ship that was the opposite one, sinking the ship that she's on. But she could swim. So, oh, so oh like, this, this forced sinking doesn't work. And he's like, well, you know what? I'm just going to hire some people to stab her. And that, yeah, that's, that's how Nero had his own mother assassinated. Just straight up shanked it. Yep, hired some people to just, just end it, you know. <laughs> yeah, Nero was not the best in terms of, like, a personal life kind of guy. What a baby back bitch. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. He also, when, when he was fleeing his own guards... At the end of his reign, okay. when he was fleeing his own guards, he had a slave with him, and Nero, like, holding the knife, he has the decision of either be captured and then have your opponent decide your fate, mm-hmm. or take your life here and now. And instead of doing it himself, he handed the knife to the slave to do it. So first of all, what a cowardly thing to do. Like, you are the emperor of Rome, and you're gonna, you're not gonna, the phrases fall on your sword, right? Because that, that's, that's how you would do it. But you, you can't even fall on your own sword. You need, you need your slave to do it. And you know what the Praetorian's guard did? They fucking killed that slave. Because they, because he killed the emperor. Because he killed the emperor. <laughs> do, do you know, like... Romans are like, wow, there's a problem. Wait, I have a solution. Death. <laughs> Just fucking kill it. You killed the emperor? He told me to. He killed the... Wait, you killed the emperor? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we should... Okay, moving on from Nero. Okay, this, okay. this is not a Nero thing. Roman tech. But we should point out that in the, the Colosseum, they did have naval battles, which, like, imagine going to, like... Like, instead of, like, the Sixers game we went to, imagine going and it's just, like, ships fighting. (laughs) Or, like, the Eagles game. Yeah, like a stadium that big and it's just, it's boats fighting each other. That'd be cool. That would, that would... I would want to see, like, a recreation of the Battle of Salamis or something, like... Or just, like, competitive ship... Competitive ship fighting. Yeah. Oh, my God. It's like the robot stuff, but instead it's all, like, on water. Yes. That'd be cool. That'd be fun. That'd be fun as hell. Or just have people sick of the people. We need, th- we need that as a new innovation now. Yes. But back to the older innovations. Absolutely. So we we'll, stick to, we'll stick to peace still. <laughs> okay. You were really excited okay. about, about that one. So Romans, right? They have yeah. these statues of well, these... Like we can point to these ones. Of these emperors. Even though right these here. ones aren't full statues. These are, bu- these are Roman busts. Yeah, the, the, the full ones you see like the middle of town. Be mm. like, oh, that, that's... That's what's his name? It's Augustus Caesar something 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 something. Ah, uh, it's Claudius. It's, uh, it's Tiberius. It's some other Augustus. Mm. Uh, so it, there was a point of time in Rome where they went through like there an there was emperor. a crisis in the third century. Yeah, there's there's there were four emperors in the same year. Yeah, which I mean, in the in the United States, we have a a pretty good turnover of leaders every four years. But imagine switching presidents four times in a year. I'd be like, huh, there's something weird going that's, on. That's not okay. Yeah. And it's basically a succession of, like, the, the second one killed the first one, the third one killed the second one, the fourth one killed the third one, it's, and just... They, Everyone they wanted each, to be emperor. They each plotted their own assassination attempt. And <laughs> especially because Roman, Roman law 
encourage them to pick their own successors rather than it being their own children. Okay. Like, for example, Julius Caesar and Augustus Caesar aren't father-son. They're actually uncle-nephew. Okay. But he's his adopted son. Oh. So if you didn't have children and you didn't choose an heir, well, that that really leaves a void. Oh, yeah. So then it, it goes to whoever has the most military power and the, the crisis of the third century unfolded and then it, it, I forget how it ended. One of the better emperors, maybe Tiberius, something like that. I was like, hey, this needs like chill. Let's just like mm-hmm. calm down a bit. All right, got extra, got extra people around who we can trust. But for those stat, for those, for those three emperors dying. But for the for the statues, right? Yeah, for the three emperors dying, those statues. Uh, it it got to be annoying changing those shits. That would cost so much. But, uh, buying a whole statue again just yeah. to replace it in the middle of the town. Yeah. So they were just like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. We're just gonna change the heads and change the arms. Yeah, they they would have the the arms and the head removable and replaceable, so that if the emperor died, you could just buy a new head and a new set of arms, and they he'd be in. The reason that they would have different arms, though, is because if one of them was holding a sword, because a he's sword and shield, because he's a martial. great warrior, yeah. emperor, um, versus a maybe pious. a more studious, yeah, yeah, holding a scroll, holding a book. Book? A, a book. book. Holding a book. Yeah, they're not holding scrolls. They're holding books, bro. Next level shit. Holy <laughs> shit. Other people, you come into this place for wrong for the first time, he says, what the fuck is he holding in his hand? What is he like, holding? It looks like he's reading it, but like... What well, it's like two miniature scrolls. Side by side. At the end, but then there's more. But they're all connected. The fuck? Romans <laughs> are weird. <laughs> uh, okay, I want to talk a little bit about... But wait a minute, wait a minute. Before we can do that. Think about okay. Think about, about how, the statues. The statues, yeah. Okay, right. How great would that be for sex dolls, bro? What if they had sex dolls? For sex, what? Sex dolls back then. What? <laughs> because think about it. You could change the. You could change what model you want the head. Be like, oh, I want, I want Jennifer Lawrence tonight or something like but that. But flip, they were. <laughs> flip, they were made of stone. You know what like, I mean? I, I, I want a bigger fist feel... tonight or something. Like that. <laughs> Well, you know, how, you know how porn stars get hold on, molds hold on, of their hold vagina. On, you can no, no, switch no, no, molds, no, no, no. bro. No, 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 no. The 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 different, like the different hand poses. Yeah, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can do some jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> Flip no. <laughs> Flip no. <laughs> Not okay. <laughs> Not okay. <laughs> okay, I want to talk about this one. All right, air conditioning, man. Because it's, it's not quite air conditioning in, in terms of cooling. Okay. It's actually heating because in the, the northern regions of Rome, the, the northern regions of Italy, Italia, mm-hmm. um, it would get pretty cold in the wintertime. So they actually would have a furnace underneath their home with essentially a whole bunch of pillars that would hold up the the floorboards that were pretty thin. Yeah. So then it would heat the floor underneath you and heat up the whole room. Where the smoke go? The the smoke would be vented out a chimney on the side. Oh, okay. So it wow. it would be like having a a whole imagine like the the fireplace here. Yeah. But it's its own tiny little level and it it's held up by a couple little columns here and then the floorboards would be on top of it. And it would feel nice on your feet. It'd be nice and warm. What the heck? And if it got too hot, yeah. What you would do is either you'd obviously lower the flame, but if that's not an option, like 
it's already a fire going. Yeah. You would lay down more tiles. So, like, if it was too hot, you'd be like, oh, hey, let me get out another another mat here so I can, I'm not burning my feet or yeah, anything. Yeah, my, my toes are getting a little too toasty. But normally it wouldn't get too hot because the fire would be to the side like it, like ours is right now. Yeah. It, yeah. Would, it would just heat by air. But I think that I, that's clever. That, that that's is clever. Heating up the the base of your because you your don't house. really need to worry about heating your house if it's too hot. You know what I mean? You got to worry about cooling it. Open up a window or something. Cool it. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm sure the Romans enjoyed the summer rather than the freaking harsh like, winters. Yeah. The the colder winters, like once you're reaching the Alps, yeah, they then it gets then it gets fully cold. dressed all the time. Yeah. Yeah. They they would <laughs> walk around expre- in, as long in, as they're wearing pants. In Rome, it wouldn't be unsurprising to see someone in, like, just a tunic and a belt. Yeah. The peasants, you know. Or even just, uh... Just a hot day. Hot day in the summer. Soldiers. Mm-hmm. Everyone's just uh, vibing by themselves. So let's let's talk about these sort of in tandem, because they kind of go hand in hand. Okay, so... Um, and I actually did a project on the aqueducts not too long ago, and Rome had 11 of them. Uh-huh. And it's interesting because... One of the things I found out in my project is that there was a study done of the flow rate of them, basically how much water gets brought in per day, per well, hour, like, et It goes like million gallons per day, yeah, million like gallons how per much, minute. Yeah. Um, okay. And it, it used critical flow theory, which is like, that's getting beyond the realm of even, that's, that's more, yeah. I did you're that. Getting yeah, into, yeah. <laughs> you're getting into more math and engineering. Yeah. It actually would have kept up with modern aqueducts up until the early 1900s. It was... So it, it was, was really basically 1,800 years ahead of its time, or at least comparable. Yeah. That it, like, it, they, they compared... It was, like, obviously ancient Rome and, like, the 1910s New York City. And, like, they were basically the same. That the... Yeah. The, oh, cool. the, aqueducts, was dirty, the aqueducts and the systems which brought water into New York City were basically comparable, that they would have kept up. And I think that's interesting, that the the aqueducts would have survived, could have survived that long. Didn't New York get, like, dirty at one point? Is that why they built aqueducts? Well, yeah. yeah. I mean, in the, like, Gilded Age era, in, like, 1890s, when, like, all the factories are really starting to produce and, like, we still haven't quite got workers' rights yet, that's when it's get really gross yeah there's like stuff all over the floor and all yeah that. and you have to think that they were still using a lot of horses too and like it's a lot of shit it's a lot yeah. of shit that's, that's a lot of shit that you have to take care of you know yeah a lot <laughs> of shit i'm sure they didn't either no definitely definitely not, not. it stank like shit like shit yeah <laughs> <laughs> like 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 horse shit like, yes <laughs> um but with that too so okay we have water coming in right mm-hmm. um there are actually still fountains in Rome that carry fresh water that you can just drink from. Seriously? Mm-hmm. What the Just fuck? little, like, side ones that just carry spring water from the mountains. And, the, and, they're, those, are, and those are they're, from... They're, and they're labeled. Like, yeah. it's, like, if you see a fountain in Rome, it will either say, like, do not drink or drinkable. Like, Seriously. go ahead. Dude, um, we gotta go there. I, wanna, I want to. I, I want to go and try all that water. There's also... Okay. This is this isn't an ancient Roman technology. Okay. This is, but it is a Roman technology. Yes. In the fourteen hundreds, no, in the thirteen hundreds. Making sure I get my dates right. In the thirteen hundreds, during the bubonic plague, right? Okay. Bubonic. Hear me out. The Italians 
invented the drive-thru. God, that's fair. But instead of it being... Because nobody would let anybody in, right? They were just like... You'd want as minimal contact as possible, right? Social distancing. It was like You'd want to social distance. It was was basically a tiny window, right? Yeah. And it wasn't even big enough for, like, you to look out of. It was big enough for your hand to hold a glass of wine. And it was literally, like... Now, obviously, it was used for communion. That's the real reason it was used for. Okay. But it was a way to have communion handed out yeah. without them leaving the church. And they could just hand it out through the window. Well, there you go. What the heck? And I think that's, that, that's kind of really smart. Yeah. And, like, they understood social distancing and we're still trying to figure it out. It's <laughs> just like, yeah, nobody get anywhere the fuck near me. The, uh, it, the, the, the bubonic plague was actually where we get the term quarantine. Um, when boats would come into harbor in Italy... Yeah. They would actually, they originally had to wait 20 days. Mm. And then they added on an extra 20 days when it got really bad. Yeah. Which made it 40 days. Okay. And 40 days in Italian, quarantena. Yeah. Quarantine. Yeah. Quarantine. Yes, quarantine. So, but it's funny, think about that. 20 and 20 is quarantine. Oh, wow. 2020 is quarantine. Yeah. But I think that's but that is a true fact that 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 is where we get the term quarantine from. From them waiting on the the ships 40 days before they could enter. The, 40 days. It was literally so that if anyone had the bubonic plague on the boat, yeah. they'd be dead. Oh they, yeah. They would wait long enough for them to die. Some people did recover from it, but like how do they look? What do you mean the, the well the people who were really bad like would have, like, boils, and their skin would turn white. But they were alive. And, like, well, their, like, their fingers would turn black, and they would start decomposing while they were still alive. Oh, jeez. And, like, that's horrifying to me. That, that is horrifying. What the hell? Back to Rome. Rome. <laughs> Rome. <laughs> rats. Um, <laughs> the rats in Rome. <laughs> Just a fun one. They invented the spiral staircase. Oh yeah, so, it's like, beautiful. The Romans were really artic, uh, artistic. Yeah, their their architecture. Actually, jumping back really quick to the aqueducts, just since you mentioned that, they're one of the most Roman pieces of Roman architecture there is, yeah. because a lot of Roman society is. I I hesitate to say copying, but it pulls a lot from Greek society. Of course, yeah. like the the gods. Obviously, yeah, everyone yeah. knows that. But, but they just there, change the names. <laughs> yeah. But the there is no Greek equivalent to the aqueducts. So no. it's it's truly a Roman architecture. It's something that they invented, something that they created. And the, the designs and the intricacies of them are truly all Roman. So in in terms of Roman technology, it's probably some of the most Roman out there. That's pretty smart that they come up with that. Did like a bunch of like people had to like come together and be like, "Hey, we got to fix this shit." Well, I mean, you couldn't have the aqueducts without first the Romans creating the arch. Uh, which like so they're even in that the the Romans invented the arch and aqueducts. So like there's a span of time in between that. The arch. Uh, the, uh, like literally arches. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, fair fair. Because it it distributes weight evenly on either side and, like, cornerstones and everything. I I think that's all of it for peace. 
Peace. I think that checked everything on that side. Peace, very fun. We peace love peace. Peace is overrated. You think so? Um, peace makes for boring. Peace makes for boring history. I, and I think that's a Benjamin Franklin quote. Pe- ben- peace makes for boring. Peace makes for boring history. Benjamin Franklin. What a man. What? Yeah. What the heck? But we'll we'll transition here to the war category. And this is something that the Romans really, they prided themselves in this. And that's why it's its own category. I mean, Rome, Rome's, Romans were good at war. I mean... They're good at fighting. I look at all the games that are based on Rome. Rome Total War. That, that game took so many hours of my life. Uh, a lot of people base, like, games based around Rome and, mm. like, Greek uh, areas. Uh, God of War. It's very Greek. You know, they use the Greek gods. Um... Rome Total War specifically is really good. I'm trying to think of... And they made Rome 2, so they have, Rome they have the second one. And uh, the Assassin's Creed. Assassin's Creed. But that, that third one takes place in Renaissance Rome. Uh, but that's still Rome. Yeah. Um, trying to see if I can make sure... I know there's a lot. Right. I just can't think of any off the top of the dome. It's, it's a Thomas Hardy quote that war makes for rattling good history and peace is boring. And that... Basically, yeah. Yeah. If you look at history... Yeah, and lately a lot of uh, historians have really urged learning the peace, and like, I agree with Hardy that the peace is really, it, it, it's effective. Living in peace is nice. Yes. But learning about peace tends to be boring. Yes, but if you want to, if you read war, people would be like, all right, now I'm interested in war. Yeah, war is, now I want to try this out. (laughs) Or <laughs> like, I want to pick up a spear and just, like, throw it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But like, peace, you need to learn about, like, taking care of shit. Exactly. Yeah. So I think we'll start, we'll do, let's do, like, a a breakdown of the Roman soldier. Because, like, there, there's a couple pieces here that are just about that. Yeah, for sure. Roman soldier. A big, broady guy. We have a couple examples of their helmets here. Yes. Yes. We have the little baby one. Be be very careful with that. What is this made out of? It would would most likely be horsehair. Horsehair, okay. Horsehair, and then they would have dyed the ones red. They used horsehair for brushes too, right? Mm -hmm. Back then? They would have used horsehair for probably a lot of things. They used to make uh, bows, like violin bows, out of horsehair. Really? But violins came later, but I'm just just saying saying, other things. They they had violins? (laughs) They had the loot. They had they had lyres like harps. Oh, yeah, um, I I would have loved because think about this flip. If you were to go to a party in ancient Rome, yeah. there would be music, mm-hmm. and it would likely be some. I'll say a guitarist, uh, but it would be a, it's a live a, band. A, yeah, <laughs> they're, 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 we are playing CDs, flip. No. Dude, no dude. We can't. Are we, can't up. we can't stream it on Spotify. Like what? <laughs> Like like Apollo's not, Apollo doesn't have an app yet, bro. Like still invest into it. Can't can't quite listen to it. Put that yet. on Kickstarter, yeah. Apollo's gonna <laughs> release it soon. Wait, Kickstarter's not a thing yet either. Oh, damn it! Damn it! Fuck. <laughs> um, Guess we'll just pray to the gods again. Gonna have to praise. Wrong one, but son. So do we want to? Yeah, we'll talk about the the soldier. So let me actually grab. Let's do the first thing. Because I actually have an example of this. You can stay right there. I'm grabbing this. Oh. Because. Oh. Oh. 
and I'll see, hopefully they can see it right here. I've got a... <laughs> Who's there? Um, <laughs> Fourth century. Uh, probably first century. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have a replica of an imperial shield for... This would be right around Augustus era, probably a little bit later. Um, this looks, this looks that like an is, nipple. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now it's got it your handprint on it. It looks yeah. like a nipple. <laughs> It, this, and I'll hold it up, this metal piece that you're calling a nipple is, actually, <laughs> it actually has a funnier name. It's called an umbo. Imagine, like, <laughs> dying by getting hit in the face by the umbo. Imagine, imagine dying, getting hit in the face by a nipple. <laughs> That's the way I'd want to go. That's the way I'd want to go. Me too. I'd be like, you know what? I, I wouldn't want it any other way. There, there are worse things that could have happened. Ooh. What happened to it? <laughs> but the the shield, a couple of advantages of it, the the shape of it, obviously it's pretty big, so the whole person can actually hide behind it if they crouch down. Yeah. So it becomes very difficult to hit them with arrows in the early volleys, for example, like when the armies are very first like meeting, yeah. they would normally launch arrow volleys. Well, in their testudo formation, which testudo literally means turtle, yeah, they would take their shields, and the front row would have them face forward, and then everyone on the very left side would have theirs to the left, everyone on the right side would have theirs to the right, and all the people in the middle would actually hold them up above their heads... And the ones in the back would obviously hold them behind them. Well, it's kind of like a, it's and a it formation. makes a shell yeah. around them. And this would basically stop every arrow. Like The, you, the Spartans did the same thing. Well, the problem with the Spartans was... The phalanx. They're, the, they, they were strictly phalanx formation. Yeah. Because the testudo formation wasn't used for fighting. It was truly used to slowly shuffle up while arrows were getting volleyed at you. Absolutely. Um, you don't like arrows hitting you, man. Those shits hurt. Yeah, you don't. You, I always. I. Uh, these are the weird things I think about. Especially but like, the knee, bro. If if I was an ancient soldier, right? I'm, yeah. I'm fighting for Rome, right? The way I don't want to go is by an arrow in like the very beginning of the battle. Like I would yeah. hate that for. I I wouldn't want to die that way. Oh. I, <laughs> like like an immediate like volley within the first couple, because you know. Yeah. You have to think that someone died in those first couple volleys, and that's yeah. like the lamest. That's the lamest way to go. I'd at least rather wait till we got to hand to hand combat. At least, what happened? To, uh, what's his name? I hmm? got fucked up by the arrow. Susan hit him. Got to put up a shield, <laughs> dumbass. I I used to be an adventurer like you. Then I took, then the I took arrow an arrow to, to the, the knee. knee. <laughs> Skyrim. Um. Another. Um. Advantage of this kind of shield was actually that even though um, mine is plexiglass, so it's just a replica, these would be made out of wood, and it would be a very uh, thin and pliable wood that would actually be light enough to be easily carried in one hand, which, again, think about it, you have a whole shield that can cover your entire body that you can just carry in one hand. Pretty smart. That is actually pretty smart. And this is, like, I feel like, was it, like, light besides, like, it was pretty light. It would have weighed probably just around 10 or 15 pounds. It's not bad at all. It's like carrying a baby. But constantly. 
into battle. <laughs> into b- carrying a baby into battle. Well, yeah, it's it's big as shit and it weighs just as much as a baby. The fuck? <laughs> but why would you carry a baby into battle? I'm Flip? just saying it's like carrying a baby into battle. You uh, Have you ever done that before? Flip? I mean, I don't I don't particularly say I've ever fought anybody with a baby in my hand. <laughs> Bucket list. <laughs> so I fought Bucket a baby. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Never stood a chance. <laughs> You're absolutely right. So, the the entire shield is called a scutum. Yeah. And then we've got the umbo on here. Mm-hmm. So that's the Latin here for today. Yes. The, you know I have the full Legionnaire outfit and we've, we've cosplayed as that. And the one piece that I guess I truly don't have. I have everything, but there's one thing that I'm still missing. The leg plates. No. No. Oh. A spear, because okay. Roman legionnaires would first throw their volley of spears before basically charging. Brilliant technique, first of all. Yeah, you gotta. That's you, a brilliant idea. Yeah, hit them from range. Make Just sure throw, you nip them throw, a little bit. Throw stuff at them first, and then attack. <laughs> like, how did no one think of that? <laughs> you should run up towards them. I mean, Just run straight towards them. Paris, Paris killed. Achilles. Well, yeah, but that that's hand-to-hand, and, like, well, Achilles had his weak spot. No, Achilles Achilles was running away, and then he shot him in the back at the leg. They didn't beat hand-to-hand. He shot him in the Achilles while he was going somewhere. Yeah, because he, he was up in the tower still, right? Yes. Yeah, but wasn't... Well, Achilles was fighting they said someone. They, yeah, he was fighting someone who was winning, and then they said, quote-unquote, that Apollo or somebody guided the arrow, but he just shot him in the fucking leg. Some other person... I need to he, he brush kicks. up on my mythology. Achilles is Achilles is awesome. But we're getting a little off track because that's Greek. Okay. <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. Um, but yeah, we covered Testudo. We covered the shield. The the spear. The, yeah. It would be called a pilum. Yeah, absolutely. And it would actually... Think about think about a whole spear flip. Yes. Five pounds. Think about how far you could but throw that's that. Wood. It could just wood and a piece of fucking metal. Wood and a little metal at the end. Yeah. It was actually really, really skinny. Oh. But on purpose. And I want I want to see if you can figure out why. Why would I make my spear that I'm about to throw? Because then it glides really, really, better. Because it what? It glides better. It soars through the air better. Well, it, it reduced weight, and obviously it's yeah. rounded, so it, it would fly through the air better. But why would I want it so thin? Because you wanted to break inside of them? I'd want it to break inside Yeah, look of at them. that, yeah. <laughs> For two reasons. Then there's two reasons there. The first one is that makes it much harder to try to heal them. And pull it if out. There's, and obviously trying to pull yeah. it out. But two, you don't want someone picking up your spear and using it against you. and like, like You don't want them to have an extra weapon on the field. Yeah. So it hopefully hits them and breaks. So that they can't just pick it up and use it as a spear. Pick it up and throw it back. Yeah. Huh? Like, hey, like you're... Fuck you! No, like, like Valhalla <laughs> where you just catch it midair and just throw it back. That's funny as shit. I gotta do that. You need to get that ability. You need to use that. Got it. But I'm we'll just... we'll set this back. Wait, wait a minute. Why did people use this? Why do they have this? Oh, we, well, yeah. It's exactly what you think it would be used for. Flip, it, bashing it, people's heads in. Yeah, destroying them. Yeah, absolutely. Oftentimes, the front row of a, a unit would stay pretty close together and just run and charge. Yeah. And, like, what, what do you do against that? You see, you see just this running at you full speed after, after it already launched a couple uh, spears. spears at you. I would have been like, fuck, 
Well, I'm dead. You and your little, your little Dacian barbarian hut. Like, yeah, you wouldn't even know it hit you. You're right. A fucking spear. A spear. A spear. A spear. A spear. <laughs> well, yeah. A spear. <laughs> uh, flip. Here's this. I do. But I'm going to set this back. But that, that actually is the last piece that I need. Okay. I need... But I need to find one that's going to be accept- no, I'm, uh, acceptable to take in public places. Because, like, I want to be able to take it cosplaying without oh, it being a, a weapon. <laughs> one that looks realistic enough but is dulled. Okay. It, like a, I think they would call it a stage prop. Yeah, that, like a butter knife. <laughs> Just, just, just tape to a dowel rod. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, like a, like a, like a mop stick or something. <laughs> right. This is going back because now I'll need your help, Flip. Because the Romans have a very recognizable look. Absolutely. The the armor that they wore mm-hmm. in segments, I actually have the armor for it. And if you would be so kind as nice. to help me, just put on. The sides. We won't lace it up fully. Yes. Okay. So that one's right there, though. But, yeah. Do you guys see how it goes? Yeah, you get to see the full compression here. And that actually made it easier for storage, for travel, and it's easy to unpack. You ever see football players and how they're... It does really resemble football pads, if you think about it. Especially the shoulder pads, specifically, because there would only be, like... Three or something. Mm. But can you grab really the other nice. one so we can yes. get a fuller picture here? Apps. Hopefully, I'm still within frame here, but. Alright, we get the basic image here of it, but we have an example here of Lurica Segmentata. Nice, nice. Am I perfectly in frame? Is my head cut off? YouTube, let me know. But I wanted to show off. Flippy, are you being a hoe right now? No, it just, it stopped recording. All right, Flip, it's just a podcast episode then. But that's totally fine. Oh, we'll fine. we'll get a, a YouTube episode next time. That's fine. we got to just use the audio for this. Um, so, so you can't see the armor, but that's fine. But you can hear I'm wearing the armor. Yes, it's very um, pretty. But the thing I wanted to point out was the fact that uh, the mobility in the shoulder, because if I wear it fully... I can fully move my arm in the direction in which I'd throw a spear. And that was one of the main things that they... Excuse me, Flip. You got it. One of the main things that they would have considered when making their armor. All right. We've got Hmm. the basic soldier down. We've got the technology that they've used in what their basic soldier and infantry would look like. Absolutely, absolutely. And it looks awesome, like the uh, <laughs> shiny, shiny, very pretty. Love the the helmets and shields. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so in that, in war, they were actually some of the first to have battlefield surgery. Yes. That they would actually try to revive those who were bleeding out in the battlefield. Because previous to that, if, if you got really wounded in battle. That was it. That was... You, you You laid there until you bled out. Yeah. You're kind of fucked. But Augustus actually 
He's he's one of the the people behind a lot of Roman like welfare stuff. Okay. So he actually would train he had units trained of field medics who could actually try to patch up and save soldiers rather than just letting them die. And I think that's much much cooler than the the previous uh mindset of just let them die. Yeah, it'd be like, "Oh, you lost your arm?" I got you. Tourniquet. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. You're good. You're good. And the before, I'd be like, shit, looks like I'm going to have to... But, but guess what? That means you get to go home now. But, like... Yeah. No more glory for you, but uh, at least you get to go home. You get your little stipend. That's about it. Your legend lives on, yo. Yep. You get, you get uh, your name on a stone, and that's about it. Mm-hmm. You'll be good. Have fun in mm. unemployment. <laughs> have fun in retirement. All righty. Uh, especially when but you're... With that surgery, and yeah. this is important, they... they the Romans were some of the first people to sanitize their surgical instruments. And it seems really obvious now, Flip. And I want you to think about all the, the solutions and the chemicals that we, we use on surgical instruments before we use them. Yeah. What do you think the Romans used to sanitize <laughs> their, their instruments? Probably some stupid shit like piss. No. Uh, Ready, Flip? This is going to blow your mind. Yeah. Soap? <clears throat> Hot water. <gasps> like, whoa. whoa. I know. Like, they, they cleaned they their medical... They up? They, they cleaned their medical instruments with hot water. Wow. And it let them get the shit off of it. Exactly. Like, oh and the blood. God. All yes. the blood and the, the sweat and the tears. Yeah. And the blood of the enemies. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just in case he got up and said some crazy shit. And I need you to realize that... That wasn't common practice until the 19th century. <clears throat> Cleaning surgical equipment with water. Damn, how smart were these guys? Like, who, like, who, who's just sitting there thinking? Probably, oh yeah, the philosophers and stuff. The Greeks before them had some time to think. Yeah, uh, that's what I'm saying. Like, all these people had such like crazy times to just sit there and just think well, about stuff. Okay, here's the thing with with Rome. A lot of its innovations, a lot of its innovations can really be drawn from the fact that. There was peace in Rome. Okay. You had a stable government, and obviously for the most part, when you get to the crises of later centuries, then yeah, there are problems. But for the most part, Rome was a very peaceful place. Okay. You weren't getting invaded by other people. You weren't in the battle zone. You were just living. When, when, When Hannibal came pretty close, Rome escaped pretty much unharmed. The nice. countryside didn't quite, but uh, Rome. It's Rome the countryside, it. yeah. Um, so I, I attribute a lot of their creation to the fact that they didn't have to worry about stuff like that. Like the Greeks basically constantly had to worry about their neighbor, because the Greek city states never really loved each other. They only worked together briefly to fight off the Persians, and then once that war ended, they went right back to fighting each other. Yeah, Imagine right. if Rome had to fight a city right next to it and a city to the north of it, and it's allied to the one to the west, but that one's fighting the one to the south, and like... Who you're also allied with. Who you're also allied with. <laughs> it's just instead like... of that, instead of the, the Peloponnesian League and all the stuff going on, yeah. Rome, Rome conquered, and when... I'd say by the time that the Republic was created, Rome was stable enough that the people could focus on other things. And then we have poets and philosophers and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. 
Same thing with Greece, essentially, once they stabilize themselves enough after the Peloponnesian War. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm sure they took shit from Romans, too. They're like, oh, okay. Well, the Romans conquered them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. So, like, the Greeks the Greeks came up first. They yeah. they had fun. They were thinking and stuff. Mm-hmm. Democracy plays, you know. That was pretty that. nice. And then the Romans came along and, like, we're, we really like all that stuff. We're going to take a lot of that stuff from you. Just make it a little better. Then we're going to invade. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I mean, what else can you do in your free time? You know, you want to expand stuff, but, you know, these, these people have lands. Why not just take it already? It, it's one of those things of, like, if you're going to conquer a place, the first place you should look are the, actually the ones that are most like you because that way you won't receive as much backlash. Okay. That's why you that's why Rome really never conquered the Germanic tribes because they're just not I I say they're very barbaric. Yeah. But they're just very not Roman. The Greeks so they were just, they just didn't care. They're just like we're not even going to fuck with you. Yeah, the Greeks on the other hand were they wore togas and they they discussed at symposiums they, and they drank drank wine. It's crazy. They had they, the Greeks invented stuff, too. I think it was crazy. They actually invented threesomes. They invented, <laughs> yes. they invented sex, technically. Well, they, well, they invented threesomes. We'll yes. say they invented... Well, we'll, we'll truly say this, that um, sex parties in Greece were a, a very large thing. That, that was something that happened often. Absolutely. So, so threesomes definitely was probably something that was very popular, if not invented. And I'm sure you know the, the, the even crazier... Invention because you said, yeah, well, that you was, said, but you said, you, like you said, you said the Romans took the Greeks stuff. Yeah, the Romans sort of took that idea. Yeah, yeah. But then, hear me out. The Romans, they, they, they're so advanced, dude. Yeah. They decided that for threesomes, you could include women, and and like that blew the Greeks. Like minds. the the Greeks had never even thought of that. <laughs> the Greeks were just like, holy shit, we've been using up so much <laughs> olive oil, oh, no. and it's oh, just no. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, it just wasn't working out that, at all. That is true, though. That is actually a yeah. use for olive oil, but yeah, oh, they, they fornicated a lot. Yeah. They had all the time, so they're just like you know we're. There was no internet. Yeah. I mean, what else is there to do, man? Exactly. Like what are they gonna do? Drug off to a brick wall or something. <laughs> it's not like we lose the internet and just forget everything. Yeah, but what did people go off to? They were doing it back then for sure. There were there were there were uh, uh, yeah the uh, yeah but what did what did broke people do? Hmm? What did broke people do? What did broke people do? Each other. <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're just like, hey, do you just want to fuck? Then we'll, we'll have kids and they can work on our farm and like that. That's their whole life. They're like, yeah, fuck it. Whatever. They can grow grapes and it's, make wine. It's their and whole life. Dad family. leaves. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> Greek. That, now that's a Greek tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, cool. that one was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. That was pretty good. <laughs> Is there anything left in the war category? Okay, this one, this one's... I'll just throw this in. Um, with the... The Roman roads. Yeah. The Romans were definitely known for their roads. They didn't invent roads, obviously. Yeah. But they enhanced the way they were paved. And the one thing that I wanted to point out is that they were the first to have street maps that laid out where the roads went. Mm -hmm. So, like, instead of it being a, a set of directions, like, 
turn left at this intersection, turn right at that one. You could just see a map of where you're supposed to go. And then just walk to it. Just be like, hey, I need to go here from there. Instead of just a general region of like Egypt, Judea, And since they were able to get books out, they were able to mass produce the actual maps. Book. 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 (laughs) Oh my goodness. That's so smart. What the heck? And have like each like different thing, each district on a different page or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's like an encyclopedia of actual Rome or something, or an atlas. Wouldn't you know, en- encyclopedia is a a Latin originating word. Really? Because oh. I be- let me let me let me fact check myself here. Because I think the first well the first modern encyclopedia is much later. Because there's another there's a like a scientific restoration encyclopedia, whatever. Encyclopedia. That definitely sounds like some shit. Some. It, it sounds guys. like some some Latin, some Latin some Latin chant. Yeah, encyclopedia or like some like crazy name somebody fucking had or something. The first encyclopedic work that has survived to modern times is the Naturalis Historia of Pliny the Elder, a Roman statesman in the first century A.D. So I was right. That the first, encyclo- the first encyclopedias were a Roman invention. Hey, there you go. So I want, I want to talk about this, because you, you seemed impressed that the Romans, and this is a fun little side note, that the Romans were the first to have bars of soap. Yeah. So previous to that was sort of loose and kind of... They never like washed behind soap. their ears. Or really get in there. They would, they would use lard. Yeah. And like, yeah. Or even just like taking cloths and just... Sort of, yeah, scraping yourself. Um, But I wanted to to ask you, what do you think the Romans used as mouthwash? Mercury. No, I'm kidding. No, that's actually, um, jumping back to the scientific restoration, that's what uh, Isaac Newton used to to drink. Yeah, that man was crazy. He went crazy later on in his life. Yeah. But he also invented calculus along the way. So, like, he, he learned something. That man invented calculus because he was off his fucking rockers. From drinking all the mercury. Yes. Do you, have A you, little bit. Like, have you read calculus? I, and no, all the fucking work? I, I refused to. Dude, I took... I took a, I'm a history guy. Dude, I took calculus. I, I have a history I took, I took... I don't ever want to look at math. I know, like, but you... Know, why did... Why would you ask me to read calculus? Dude... We have a history podcast. I know, but... I'm I, avoiding math for the rest of my life. Like, dude, I, I know. I'm trying to as well. But, uh, <laughs> but no. Um, freaking... Uh, calculus is just so dumb because he just invented it to make math harder. Just to add more steps. Literally, literally, he was just like, okay, cool. Like, algebra is cool, but like, I just want to do some shit. Let's see if it gets back to this. Oh my God. So, this equals X if I do this, but then make an equation for it. Mm. It's like solving his own fucking puzzles. Mm. This man's just made a labyrinth of just stupid math equations. He was born on Christmas, though. Oh, there you go. Maybe, never mind. That is fun. It was a, it was a um. holy thing. He's a saint. I take it all back now. <laughs> <laughs> But okay, and I'm I'm saving this, I'm saving this one for last, because we're actually getting pretty close to our time here. We're 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 shooting for maybe only ten more minutes here. Okay, okay. But this one, and this is actually something that's featured in Rome Total War. What the hell in incendiary pigs? So pigs that are on fire. Pigs that are on fire, and now I want you to think here. Why? Well, I, I, maybe maybe pig skin. Is probably resistance to something, or they could just roll. No, no they're, they're, they're on fire, and they're gonna they're, die. Yeah, they're they're 
on fire. Kamikazes. Kind of. Kind of. Because do they kind go? Of. Do they go raging out? Oh my god, that's crazy! Cra- that's crazy how that correlates, though. Roman comma, Roman kamikaze pigs. Yes, Roman kamikaze pigs. Um, but not quite. There's a very specific thing that I guess in this sense that they're kamikaze. Yeah. So remember how I I always love to tell. I love talking about Alexander the Great, so I'll plug him in anywhere I can. Right. Absolutely, Alexander and I remember, is amazing. And I love telling you about once he defeated the Persians and he went fighting the Indians a little bit later. Yeah. His men saw elephants for the first time, and they were like, what is that? What the fuck? I mean, if I had never seen an elephant before and just saw one approaching me with a dude riding on top of it... I'd be shit my pants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'd, 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 honestly... Because elephants are fucking huge. Mm. They're massive. They're already dangerous even just... On their own. Being, yeah. But now they're trained. Yeah, like elephants. there's a dude riding on top of it. And they're trained to kill and yeah. to transport. Mm. And that's fucking... But Alexander won that. He did. Yes. Yes, he, he outflanked them. And if you think about it, if you can get them... If you can outmaneuver them and force them into the front of a phalanx... Yeah. That's a lot of spears right in the front of an elephant. Yeah, that's going down. It's really... You can't let them get to the sides of the phalanx or behind. Because that would just destroy the whole thing. What a um, smart man. But the incendiary pigs, right? Yeah. They were specifically used by the Romans to try to scare away elephants. Now, here's the thing. Romans, unlike their Macedonian compatriots here, okay, they were aware of what elephants were. Because now, by this point, the Macedonians had spread what an elephant is, yeah, what it's like to fight it. chat <laughs> New <laughs> spread of what crazy shit was going on in India, right? Like, now. you hear about this crazy shit? They're riding on these big, They're riding huge these teeth. huge gray monsters with giant tusks and a huge nose. And it's cute sometimes. The baby ones are adorable. They, they roll over, but like the big ones, when they get older, they're dicks. They're terrifying. They're like, they're like my kids. But I wanted to point to a specific example of it. It was Antigonus II during the siege of Megara, where this is actually, I guess, in Greece. This would have occurred in Greece. Yes. So this occurred in Greece. Mm-hmm. And... The Megarians douse some pigs with combustible pitch, which is, you know what they make, like, roofs out of? It's kind of like, like, hay and it's, dirt. And it's, it's, it's the, the roofs? Yeah, it, it, it the, just the think about a lot of, no, think about a lot scaffolding. of, like, really... The tiles are... Let's look. It's a really, vi- no, never mind. It's a viscous polymer that's... A viscous. Kind of like... for Alma. Like an example is tar. Tar, okay. So tar, crude oil or resin, and they set them on fire and pointed them in the the direction of the elephants. And it says here, The elephants bolted in terror from the flaming, squealing pigs, often killing great numbers of their own soldiers by trampling them to death. Oh my god, because they fell over. No, because they would turn and run away from the screaming pigs, which means they'd be going back through their own lines. Oh, shit. So that, first of all, that's brilliant. And second of all... Those elephants are crushing through, and there's a ton of pigs that are on fire that are running through it too. What if the elephants? What, what, what if the What if the Romans found out about mice? <laughs> Tiny flaming mice. 
Incendiary mice. Mice. Incendiary mice. Holy shit, bro. That would they make just the launch elephants them from go crazy. They would just launch them? And just <laughs> They'd have them. a box of fucking rats, then set that box on fire. And just chuck it. And then chuck that shit. Just throw it in, put it in the ballista dude, pull that thing back, and just like Yo, bro, crossbow shot. time machine. Hmm? We should have been, you, you actually, you know, some scientists said uh, a time machine, right? Mm-hmm. It's not about that we can't do it. We know that it's possible. It's just now that it's just an engineering thing. Hmm. I've also heard that uh, the first human to live to be a thousand years old is someone who's already alive. Not in the sense that that person is going to naturally live that long, yeah. but that technology is going to advance at such a rate that the first human that is going to live to be a thousand years old is someone currently living. Which, Flippy, that's terrifying. Yeah, that's crazy. Because then we start playing God. I don't want to watch other people die. <laughs> is, is that not life? <laughs> no, but like over time, you know what I mean? It's like, okay, that's a lot of people, you know what I mean? I just went through a few generations. Oh, you mean like I'm seeing everyone. Exactly, you know what I mean? Like uh, Captain America That's coming back. That's a lot back. of money, yeah, bro. Captain America coming back to see all He's, his all, all, he, Everyone he would know would already be dead. Exactly. But like, I, I love the incendiary pigs, and it is actually in Rome Total War. That and is it is what awesome. you use to counter war elephants. It actually would immediately set them into berserk, yeah. which means that you can no longer control them, yeah. and they truly just go where they want to. And that could be good in the terms of they go towards the enemy, Yeah. Or that could be really bad that they go right through your own line. I mean, you. I mean, either or. So. And they actually just stampede yeah. until they leave the map entirely. So, like, whichever direction they go could be really good or really bad. I miss playing that game. That game is pretty good. You can play it a lot better now, too. Without I have a, a PC that's worth it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Just got to get a little better GPU. But Rome, what a, what a beautiful and interesting place to go. Or just to be around. Imagine witnessing it all back then. I want I want to just go see the city for the sake of all the buildings and the history that, I want that to happened to Pompeii. there. And see all the yeah. the volcanic stuff. Well there's also like Pompeii's kinda intact too. Well that yeah, that's why it's so all it's so ash. helpful. Yeah. It 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 acted as a very good uh, learning tool to base a lot of our knowledge of the Romans on. Yeah. Like we actually learned how they baked, how they baked their bread from Pompeii, because there was basically fossilized bread, because the ash covered it up and then it was left there for forever. That's it basically turned to stone. It's crazy how we got all this information from like archaeologists, like digging up stuff and like you know presenting it, and then people coming together and be like, "Hey, uh, this is how shit it, is going down." It's incredible that we learned so much from what was such a horrible tragedy. Yeah. Pompeii. Well, it's a good start, I guess. It grew for something. It wasn't wasted. wasn't forgotten through time. It, it didn't fade through time. It didn't fade through time. It didn't fade through time. Mm-hmm. Make sure to... Check out the Twitch. Absolutely. We stream video games all the time. Faded through time on Twitch. We usually play 2K, Halo, or Madden. Yeah. It's the faded through time fadeaway hour. Absolutely. Um, check out the Patreon. Check out the link. The link tree. The link is... It's in the bio. And it's also... Put it in your bio. Yeah, put the link in your bio. Put the link in your bio. Yeah, click it's the link tree. It's a good link. Just, just put it in your it's bio. In, it's in our Instagram. It's in our Twitter. It's in our Twitch. It's also in our TikTok. 
Faded Through Time TikTok. Check out the, the new official TikTok account. Yes, We've got a couple funny historical TikToks on there. Absolutely. It's going to be some, uh, some comedy and some history posted on that. So check that out. Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, thank you for watching. And uh, we'll catch you next time on, on Faded, Faded Through Time. Through time.